0: This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with non-stop passion and non-stop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show.
1: Eu choro, sou a traição E as promessas que você me fez o vento levou Hoje eu vou beber, hoje eu beberei Por sua culpa, sua culpa Hoje eu vou beber, hoje eu beberei Por sua culpa, sua culpa O ver você deitada com ele falando não para me apaixonar por alguém que não tem vergonha na cara. Hoje eu vou beber. Hoje eu vou beber. Sua cuba, sou a cuba. Hoje
0: eu vou beber. Hoje eu oh, bom dia, bom dia, boa tarde todo mundo. Meu nome é Ian. Bienvenido LingoHolics podcast, van episodio 23. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year! It's episode one of 2021 for the LingoHolics. Here we are. Here we here we go. A new year to take in. Uh, shout out to everybody. Hope you had an awesome holiday. Even our pinche politicos Aqui in Alberta Those pendejos that ordered all of us to stay home But went off to Hawaii Even you guys, Merry Holidays still uh, How's it going boys? This is Ian here um, uh, This is the last day holidays for me So I'm just kind of enjoying what I can And taking in a podcast with the Lingaholics boys I had a fun, productive little uh, productive personally i'd say i still got a bunch of actual work to do but a fun personal time dabbling in languages um took in the new year with uh mr kolo we uh rang it in together via google meets so oh yeah that was fun and yeah boys it's 2021 it's a new energy it's a new mindset so uh new year no fear here we go how are you guys doing what's happening what's uh what's on the Lingaholics? Mind this fine Sunday morning or afternoon, tío Marquito.
1: Well, so first of all, I just gotta say I'm I'm very comfortable today. I'm I'm lying and yeah, (laughs) I'm actually lying in bed right now. But I have one of these like (laughs) inclining beds, so I have a little remote here, so I can go up and down with my head. So now I'm going down. Now I'm going up. But I could do this with my with my feet as well. So now I'm I'm moving my feet up, and I can move up and down. It's like one of these ergonomic okay. ones. It's great if you're like in bed, you're reading at night.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's great, right? Because you can you yeah. can just oh, yeah. incline your that, like, your nice upper inkling. body. Yes, exactly. Decadence. So, so, sorry? Decadence. Decadence, exactly. <laughs> Extravagance. Exactly. So so I'm so I'm very comfortable right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I man. just wanted to say that. Uh, apart from that, no, it's been it's been a good year so far. For sure, very relaxing. I'm essentially done with my with my uh, master's thesis now, so that's a big accomplishment for me. Yeah, dude, I'm very happy about that. And uh, yeah, I'm on my last week here on my European adventures. so f- four months, I think, Ooh. something like that. A little bit more, hey, maybe. yeah, perhaps five, three. Uh, so Spain, October, November, December. A little bit over four. Gotcha. But Word it's it's dude. been a good time. It's been a good time.
0: You ready to ready to come back? To, whoa, are you rocking a stash too? <laughs>
1: well, I've been isolated whoa. up here for, for <laughs> twenty days oh, okay. or so. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> saved. I haven't cared about looking, trivial looking, look stuff you're like, like that. Your trip back to Canada, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll have to do something about that. But oh, yeah. Good. So good. so I got. Um, it was actually a little bit of a hustle. The new Canada travel law about <laughs> yeah, a negative Aww. PCR test. Let so that, that was actually, know. that was actually a little bit annoying. So that's already a thing in Europe. So if you travel in between European countries, you have to show that you have a negative PCR test from within the last 72 hours. Now I would have had to take in that test anyway, like the COVID test, right? Right. I would have, I would have, I would have needed to take that anyway. Because just transferring through Amsterdam, which I will, you need to uh-huh. show that you have a negative PCR test. Right. Ju- just for doing that. But now Canada has this thing as well. So mm-hmm. you have to when you're arriving Can- or in order to board a plane to Canada, you have to show that you you're negative for COVID.
0: Now, do you have to take one in Amsterdam as well?
1: No, no, no. Just in, in Pincha Swetia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing that. We're, we're getting up super early here on Thursday. And we're driving down to Stockholm because it was Ooh. impossible to get. Uh, because you have to pre-book your your testing date, yeah. and your testing time, your slot. It was yeah. impossible to get a free slot in in where we're living, which is an hour north uh-huh. of Stockholm. So we have to drive an hour into like the city to, to do it. Mm-hmm. And in order and in order to do that, we have to leave at at a very at an ungodly hour here <laughs> on the <a> Thursday. <laughs> oh tempraníssimo. Yes, cuz I think we're like 7 hours from Stockholm here. So, oh,
2: oh, oh my god.
1: Yeah, because the only slot we could get was was um was at noon. So I got to go do that. Road trip. Just cuz oh. just cuz of pincha uh, traveling. But I guess that's COVID, eh.
0: COVID didn't leave us in the New Year. No, it
1: didn't leave us yet. At least a lot of people. It, it looked like a lot of people thought that COVID was over. <laughs> but No, that's not the case. It's gonna stay yeah. here until for a couple months at least. Just wants to hang around. Wants to hang around. Anyway, no, it's yeah. been good. I got. I've. I'm, I've been doing some Spanish now, getting back on the yeah. horse. Uh, rentino, okay. No, I'm still in Castellano. I'm still in Castellano. Okay. okay. To be to be quite frank with y'all, but. uh, I'm 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 working on it.
0: Nice. Gotta tell you guys after I've decided for Spanish and French, I'm going to focus as well on two specific accents. Uh, I'm pumped for that. Which ones? Right. Right. Oh, you tell Cody update us first, and I'll I'll get into it.
2: Okay. All right. So, um. uh, By the way, I just wanted to say Portuguese sounds like pretty much like Spanish. Like I understood like
0: everything you said. Um. We got to do a little bit and then we're going to, I'm going to talk about Esperanto. I'm going to try and convince you guys to do at least a half hour, if not an hour per day with me, Esperanto.
1: But yes, Uh, Portuguese. I'm in. I'm in. No, I'm in. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Oh, I'll make my case. I'll make my case. (laughs) Portuguese, man. I did the memorize course and every 10th word was new. Everything else is Spanish with a new pronunciation.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um I guess for my updates, um I had the first three days off in a row right. since I was unemployed. <laughs> the I start of time. It's <laughs> the start of time, yeah. Uh so I had a have re- had a very relaxing uh past three days. I finally got to just unwind and like not really worry about working or doing anything like that. Um but it still kind of sucks because I haven't really had a a vacation in a very long time. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, when you when you feel like you really just need a vacation and you like there's no vacation that you're gonna be able to take anywhere in sight, it's a little bit Right. Ah, it's like a little bit frustrating. But yeah. I mean you gotta do what you gotta do right so i just gotta keep putting my nose to the grindstone and yeah. get working hard and doing the things i enjoy so um i'm by no means am i like struggling right now but i'm like i feel like i need a vacation but i'm good like i can i can handle it so um i'm ready days. for part of it
0: took the three days and just
2: Trust. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's right so i've got uh an irregular six-day work week because of christmas and new year's took right. Some, like right yeah off. but um yeah i've got a after this week then i'm gonna have a regular like monday to friday which is which is nice and then and then after that we're gonna start the boot camp saturday and, baby saturday yeah Ooh. saturday we just got we just got a lot to look forward to So
1: <laughs> i just ah, got a test long. negative for covid
2: Hey man, yeah, anything, anything could happen. So anything could I happen, mean, be, be prepared to test positive.
1: <laughs> no, nah, man, that'd be annoying. That'd be negative, so annoying. Negative. No, that,
2: that would be annoying, but it's a possibility. Don't mess it up it the boot
0: camp. No,
1: though. it's not. It's not gonna. I'm gonna make it not be a possibility.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Cody, you told us this morning you you got lots of new lesson requests because New Year's oh, resolution. Nah, that's right. So not I, only us, but lots of people get on the language train.
2: Yeah, I actually, I actually expected that because it's a new year and that's yeah. inevitable, right? Like people make all these New Year's resolutions and they say, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to learn a new language. And I guess yeah. that's something that I'm experiencing from the other side for the first time. So I was um, I was expecting it to be a little bit honest and oh, really? I was right. So I, I got a bunch of new lesson requests from from. People that I've never met before. And I was like, yeah, all right. What do they do learn
0: in German, Spanish? Oh, yeah. A
2: bit of everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. New mostly New
2: English, though. Like, in the is like, that's how it usually It's mostly English.
1: Yeah, man. Cody, Cody, where are your students from?
2: Everywhere, man. Mostly. Well, yeah. well yeah. I'm not everywhere, exactly. but uh, I would say, I think I broke this down before on the podcast once. I think.
0: Yeah, when you first started.
2: Yeah, primarily, yeah. it's like i would say it's like a one it's like a tw- it's like a quarter split like a quarter between north america latin america europe including russia and yeah. asia
0: damn man you're just talking <laughs> to the whole world every day man except for africa
2: and the middle east
1: that's um, cool man do you get do you get to learn any new things People tell of you, of course, yeah, yeah. Like
2: every class, I learned something new. It's great. That's what. That's yeah. one reason why I really like it. Pardon?
1: Do you have any examples?
2: Oh god. Um. Well, th- this isn't really like like learning anything about like world knowledge lately, but I actually just had a class before we started recording this yeah. with um with a girl from uh, Ukraine. Her name is Yulia. Shout out! Hi. I actually just recommended the podcast for. Her. <laughs> talk, but talk. um. Trudeau, Trudeau. <laughs> so she actually had coronavirus recently for like that's two corona. months. And she had it really bad. Hey. Yeah. So and she was just like telling me about like how difficult she said she had like heart complications from it now. And like, oh my god, like
1: that's scary, scary, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. So she's doing better now though. And um yeah, so it's all good on that front. But, she from uh, Kiev? Uh no, she's from Odessa, I think.
1: Oh, nice. Ooh, Odessa. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's what I
0: wish the news would focus on more is like COVID stories, not just numbers every day.
1: Yeah,
2: right. It's so like it's is... a little bit dehumanizing, right? When it's yeah. just numbers. It's like
0: Stalin's quote, One Death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. So yeah. 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 But yeah man that's why i remember teaching esl that was the funnest part every night because like you're learning people are telling you these stories and as they're doing it they're getting it better at english and i am just learning so much about like serbia win-win Colombia, somalia you're like whoa that's wild yeah. <laughs> like, keep talking keep talking yeah yeah man
1: yeah and they and they want to practice right so so they probably tell oh, you yeah. everything Oh, totally
0: right! Yeah, Everyone wants to talk lives. about where they're from, and yep. yeah, no teaching, teaching uh, ESL. Hell so, boys,
1: fun. how how are the New Year's resolutions coming along? Great, actually. I mean, three days in, so <laughs> yeah, but still, that's three days.
0: Yeah, uh, they're good. Um, I think tomorrow they're going to sink into a little more of a regular pattern because I'm actually back to work. Uh, yeah, it's the same with me. yeah, so like I ended up taking two of the my dabble languages on Overdrive on Memrise, which is Portuguese and Esperanto. Like I was just dabbling, dabbling. I'm like, what I have all night? And I just like, two nights I finished the Portuguese uh, course on Memrise, and then two nights I finished Esperanto. I was like, boom, that was pretty fun, actually. So I was wait, like,
1: wait, what do you mean two nights?
0: Like it's 2,000 words. So no, but you said two
1: nights. You stayed up all night studying languages or what?
0: Late, like probably 1 a.m., 1.30. Yeah, nice. Um. just like I don't know if anyone's done a memorized course out there, but you just kind of do five words at a time uh, as you're learning it. And with Portuguese, I was clocking in like a minute, minute 20, maybe to get five words down. And then Woo. just boom, onto the next, boom, on to the next. And you're just like, you get this weird momentum. You're kind of in a trance as you do it. And then I also like, I just like putting on a podcast in the background while I'm doing that. So I'm just like in the zone. People talk about So I did Portuguese, which was like, all right, that was not the biggest challenge. And then Esperanto, uh, just kind of been uh, a guest we were potentially going to have today. is um, coming, hopefully, next little while. He's a big Esperanto guy. So I was like, I got to get into Esperanto this week and like just kind of learn about it. And yeah, I ended up clocking out the memorized course for that. And uh, so I just took two dabbles to like overdrive. And then now we'll sink back in. But in terms of uh, reading, yeah, I got a book of the week here to present after and working out, man. I got 50K on my bike trainer and a couple kettlebell workouts under the under the under the belt so so far so good three days in
2: All right. so, Ian, Ian. by the way that's that's called like when you're when you're in that state that's called a state of flow
0: the flow state yes mm-hmm. flow baby uh-huh. yeah. Ian,
1: i was just gonna say your portuguese sounds pretty good man Oh sounds oh, 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 oh. like you've been working a little bit on that pronunciation as well
0: it's well i was kind of exaggerating it with cody when we rang in the new year the other day and i think <laughs> i think a key for learning portuguese from a if you're a Spanish speaker or maybe other Romance language, uh, I think just slowing down the pronunciation in your head and just like, like, s- cause you really got to hear the difference between the, um, uh, just the phonemes in Portuguese, like, like all the Sion, how you'd say Sion in Spanish, like information, communication, that's all going to become a SIAO. In Portuguese. Yes. So it's like coração. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or comunicação. So I think he's really slowing it down. But then yeah, man, listening practice. I found a couple pods and uh there's a really good one on Spotify. It's all about the, the president in Brazil, Bolsonaro.
1: Like Bolsonaro.
0: A, Bolsonaro. And uh it's a Portuguese it's a Spotify.
2: Uh no. A, I'm, no, no,
1: no. Being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. Uh yeah. So that but that was interesting because like I was like listening to it like a couple nights in a row, and like even by the th- the next night, I was like understanding more and more. And you're just like, oh, they're just doing funky stuff to Spanish. That's yeah. all this is, man. <laughs> like, uh, so in terms of yeah, dabbling with it. I think if I just kind of cat, that's that could be like a real casual dabble throughout the year. I think I could, like, I have no ambitions to take any lessons on Italki or anything. Um, but Kodo, do you remember at a uh, at the U of A we did Dewey's uh, Sp- Spanish? Obviously, there was actually like a Portuguese club there that I tried to go once, but it just ended. Oh, end up yes,
2: I remember that. And I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's like, man, Portuguese has always kind of been lingering there for me in the background, and I, I swear to God, like, it's just Richard simcott talks about these anchor languages, and to learn Portuguese from Spanish or Italian, it's not like we talk a lot about like the focus and drive, but it doesn't take a lot of effort basically to like get pretty damn good, probably like A two, bring a B one yeah that level okay. so, so marcus you were talking about a double hour with the romance languages dude
1: let's do it I think. portuguese do it. man now now when i'm listening to you uh tell us this like so, so like one thing i've been doing is that I'm, I'm learning like a new word every day in all my different oh, languages yeah. but yeah. What, I'm, what i am what I think i might try out is to learn a phrase a day in like portuguese every single day just learn like a phrase yes yeah. Yeah. and see what happens Don't Exactly, like s- s- uh-huh. stuff like that. See what happens. Yo, yeah, man. I think I, I
2: think it's gonna be really interesting, like doing the the boot camp because I think like Marcus and I are really gonna get. I think we're gonna get a lot more into dabbling. I think Ian is <laughs> <he's gonna
0: laughs> living you know, with me quite a lot. Gonna see
2: it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I've done cool. it before. It's fun. It's fun. It's super fun. It's just like finding the time to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of you gotta achieve the main things you want in your main languages, like my tier one. Tier two Korean, German, kind of knock that off. But then if you're just sitting on the couch watching some football, watching a Netflix show, and you got the laptop open, like right, do a little bit of Portuguese, a little <laughs> Italian, a little Esperanto, a little Turkish.
1: A little it sounds so casual <laughs> when you talk about it. It's
0: super casual, man. <laughs> Uber casual.
2: But that's what happens like when you just like throw like five or ten minutes here and there on something Mm -hmm. like you end up like that ends up building. It builds. It builds.
0: Yes. Uh huh. I think that's the upside. But it's just like you're still dividing your time. So you have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. To an extent. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah. um, Portuguese. And then. Oh, I think I mentioned earlier. The, okay, the two, for French and Spanish, because, man, I was listening to a, so I was listening to a, okay, I'll, I'll give away that guest, Jonathan Seabolt has the channel Seabolt Speaks, so I was listening to like, he has a podcast too, just on YouTube, and he was talking to Matt versus Japan, another guy like, and he's Matt versus Japan, this guy wrote in was like, I speak like 1500 words, um, and I, I can't really read a whole lot, and Matt was just like, that's not enough words. Like fifteen hundred is not enough. Like if you want to read in depth, you need like eight thousand, like five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand. I was like, holy, I think that was like a hard truth that I needed to hear. Cause even when I try to like read a Spanish literature book, I still struggle a lot. It's just like I need more words. Um, so yeah, so basically trying to just, I looked at a couple memorized courses yesterday about advanced Spanish vocabulary like I've never done a memorized course in Spanish in my life but like uh higher level vocab so that might be a thing um but for the accents uh, I want to join Marcus the Argentinian so I think this year our lord's year 2021 I'm only going to listen to like Argentinian Spanish I think there's a lot of good stuff on Netflix with it And lots of pods. And then, so that'll be fun, especially during the boot camp. We get into some Argentinian Spanish. And then for French, man, I read, I tried to re listen to, I sent you that guy, that Mike Ward, the Quebec, the Quebecois comedian. I was like, okay, I really need to like take on the Quebecois this year.
1: That's so complicated. It's so hard to understand. It's hard,
0: man. Yeah, it's definitely just the way, like, especially their filler words. They're, like, connector words. Like, I can't even try to imitate it. So, because I was always just trying to think of, like, I do really like, uh, like, my favorite French rapper is Maitre Gims, who comes from the Congo. And I really like, like, African French as well. I just love, like, accents. But it's like, I don't know, being Canadian, I think I really got to focus in on the Quebecois. So, I like listening to Yeah, so I listened to a Mike Ward podcast (laughs) yesterday. I was like, man, this is tough. But I think... I got a few Quebecois friends so maybe we can get in touch with them throughout the year too to keep working at it
1: mm-hmm. yeah Co- listening to comedy and watching comedy that's some pretty advanced material like yeah yeah, yeah he's like it's more like an interview in show language.
0: oh yeah okay. yeah it's, but it's more that. like an interview pod where he's like just having laughs with it it's a live audience right but yeah having guests but he's got like 300 episodes and they're all like three hours long so it's like okay this is more than enough material to last
1: for the year, yeah, but for, for for Argentinian you gotta listen to the to the interviews with Anya Taylor Joy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, correct. Yes, Do you that's watch a starting those? point, not yet, not yet. There's did uh you,
1: did, did you watch the Queen's Gambit?
0: Just that first episode. I still haven't uh, okay. caught up. I've been watching. Uh, yeah, no, my... she's
1: Argentinian, man.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. We talked about it last pod. Yeah. So that there's a real maybe we can watch it during the boot camp. It's called Nisman it's a crazy like political like this guy gets murdered in argentina it was like super high up in politics and it's like a reality show and it's on it's on netflix and it's all argentinian spanish okay so
2: oh i found I another cool uh show for you guys on netflix in german okay and this is also cool because not, not only is it german but it's also in latin which is pretty Ooh. cool and it's historical called, uh, it's called barbarians okay it's it's a new show that just gets a new german show that just came out and oh, yeah sad. it takes place in germania germania in, uh-huh. like the year uh-huh. zero or whatever <laughs> 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 the time of jesus and, <laughs> jesus uh, uh-huh. and, yeah it and it follows the story of this uh this kid in like this german kid is essentially sold off to the romans Uh and he's raised in rome and he ends up becoming a soldier and he goes back to germania and uh it just follows the story of like the like all the adventures i guess that that follow after that and it's actually it's it's really good and it's kind of funny though because like they're, they use Latin, like ancient Latin. Yeah. But they use like modern standard Hochdeutsch. <laughs> 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 so it's kind of like weird like that, but it's still like if you want to practice teaching it's really cool. And also you get to hear what so. Latin sounded like, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. How much Latin is it?
2: It's... Like, uh, like what
1: percentage is Latin?
2: It's most. It's mostly in German because it it follows like like you're cheering for the barbarians in the right. show. Right. Okay. And so I would say it's like seventy German, thirty Latin. Nice. That's
1: so complicated. That's got to be complicated for the actors, no? If they got to speak Latin.
2: Well, they they speak. They seem to speak Latin pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, because they're actors, but they probably didn't speak Latin before.
2: You never know yeah actually in Germany uh, Latin is one of the language options that you can take at school so right. a, lot of, a lot of Germans actually do know Latin
0: yeah latin latin man yeah latin that's one
1: latin that's what that's what it's called here? Latin? yeah
2: latin.
0: latin okay that's one where you couldn't say just use like a Spanish anchor language to go into because I've done a bit of dabbling with Latin and they still have the cases oh. in Latin. So you're like, oh, like you can see root words like pretty clearly, but in terms of like the grammatical structure, yeah, you gotta go back and but it's cool. There's actually like <laughs> maybe it'll tie into Esperanto that I'll talk about here, but there's like a Latin learning community as well. Like uh there's like some podcasts in Latin, and that'd be fascinating then like because the actors are speaking it's not like voiceovers or nothing for the latin like it's the actor speaking it yeah 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 That'd be fascinating like what they did to learn it
1: well so I mean, i'm guessing that they didn't learn it they just learned the phrase or they learned the lines yeah touche, the lines.
2: i don't know like i don't speak latin so i can't attest to this but it's it sounds
1: legit yeah because they're actors yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's a production a professional production
0: <laughs> yeah I'm sure they had a few sessions though. Like,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Like for actors sure.
0: getting into their roles, right? For sure. Yeah. No, Latin's, you feel like really wise. Like, you learn a little bit of Latin and you feel like super wise. I feel like yeah. <laughs> you just have this like ancient knowledge, this like pool of ancient knowledge that you're <laughs> sipping from.
1: I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's goblet. Your goblet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Ian, you said Latin has cases. Do you mean like German style cases?
0: Well, with the nouns, though. Um, it, which yeah, is like similar the German, to like
1: German style cases.
0: Germans have articles on their articles. Sorry. Germans have cases <laughs> on their articles. <laughs> yes. Um, but this is like, it's more similar to Slavic languages. Oh. Where really? you have cases on your nouns. So. <laughs> Depending on like where it is in the ascendant, you have the accusative, your nominative case, like it is water, but then I drink water. Now water is in the accusative case, right? So it's actually something Esperanto has. So Esperanto does have accusative, but then you got accusative, sorry. So in, in order of like how you typically learn it, say like in a Slavic language context, you start with your your nominative, like it is, it is. Mm-hmm. Then um, you got accusative. So this is an object receiving an action. Like I eat bread, I drink water. So that object there is in the accusative case. So for example, in Latin or Ukrainian or Slavic language, you have to change the ending on that. So like... Got it, got it. Like say voda, it's water. Ya mm-hmm. vodu. I drink water, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, I, then- I, I know. And then, yeah, nepyu, vode, vode. I just did the genitive case because it's negative in that regard. So you go from okay. voda, vodu, vode. Um, and then trying to think like, and then there's instrumentive case, which is when you're using something for, like an instrument, like this, um, like uh, zistolom, like with the chair, Um so that OM ending is the instrument of case. You have locative case. I don't know if Latin has... I have to double check exactly five or six. But then like in Ukrainian, for example, like, So the Misto is the city word, but Mitsi is the locative case. So I got to put an I on that. So all depending on what you're doing with your with your Wait, what's
1: what's the locative case when do you use that it's again? like
0: location location oh, oh, so oh like i am somewhere like got um it. yeah but then also like where you're from you use the instrumentive case so yaz canada so canada but then canada so you got to use the um instrument instrument of ending on oh that my God, That sounds so, like
2: yeah. a nightmare to learn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta start slow well it sounds to me it sounds like a more complicated version of german
0: yeah yeah because german you're always well i mean german's got those verbs that break apart which still mystify me um what's the technical name like oh s- compound uh, verbs or
2: separable or inseparable prefix verbs yes okay
0: like that's throwing me for a loop in german right now um but yeah the the cases the cases are a big thing but then eventually uh some of the verbs start becoming a big problem in slavic languages cuz you have uh it's called the perfect and the imperfect um uh tenses which are like if an action is complete or if it's not complete then Well it, that's you, have, you have that in every language. No but the, okay yeah but this is like it's heavily heavily dependent on the prefix then of your verb like your prefix verb changes constantly depending on how what action you're talking about if it's completed or not completed yeah slavic languages are a loop like those cases i did not get at all but if you're say like one of those students in germany that studied latin in school you wouldn't understand what's going on with all the case switches and then and that's what makes word order more flexible right because your word order isn't like in English word order is a big deal, but in those languages you just have your ending because your endings are going to tell you, Oh, is this the subject? Is this the object? Is this the that's verb? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Boys, we're
1: talking about grammar.
0: This is crazy. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I transition to a language that doesn't have much grammar? Absolutely. 16 rules. Actually, that's it. Hence why, I think, with the Lingaholics boys living together, uh, we could take a stab at it. I swear, an hour a day tops, boys. Nothing more. It um, can make a big headway. So my book of the week this week is called In the Land of Invented Languages, Esperanto Rock Stars, Klingon Poets, Logan Lovers, and the Mad Dreamers Who Tried to Build a Perfect Language by Arika... If I'm saying that right, um, yeah, cool little book. I want, I mainly wanted to read it. I haven't got to the Klingon part yet, which is gonna be pretty wild because I've met some of these characters, um, at the Polyglot Gathering and Langfest. But Esperanto, I mean, we've talked a little bit about the Esperanto on this show. Do you guys kind of remember the history of it?
1: Like how I it remember. came about?
0: Yeah, so the guy Zamenhof,
1: some Polish guy, right?
0: yeah he was polish and uh basically he kind of grew up in uh i forget it's part of poland now but then there was like different nationalities where he was living like poles ukrainians russians lithuanians and they all had separate languages and couldn't really communicate and he wanted to kind of rise above and make a language where everyone could communicate so he was super idealistic with uh what this form of communication could be and it's fun because i mean we can talk about when a person should learn esperanto there's lots of arguments that it should be your first ever foreign language because it is so easy um but now obviously i didn't do that but now like learning it when i did this memorized course this past week seeing it's kind of funny because if you know like your romance languages some slavic especially like uh, romance and germanic you could just see like oh he got his word he got this word from that language he got this word from that language like you can kind of see where he picked stuff out from different languages it's kind of unique in that way once you know all languages and then it's incredibly easy um, and he just wanted this language and it got some serious headway back in the day like it got proposed at the UN they were voting on this to use it it was only French at the time that actually vetoed it because French was still what year was that Ooh, 19. It's before World War One. Okay, oh, so way back. I
2: yeah. could have, I could have seen this being like huge in the common turn.
0: Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it, it does have a internationalist element to it in that way, like super idealistic, right? Reunite
2: bet, the worlds, like work of the world, you know. Yeah, I bet every Trotskyist was also an Esperantist. Yeah, there's 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 there's
0: definitely um, overlap and it it, it was hugely political. Like even after Zamenhof died, um, like uh, Hitler actually writes about Esperanto in Mein Kampf about it being like the language of the Jews. Oh, surprise, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. And then actually, but then it was also persecuted a bit in like the Soviet Union and in the, like there was an Esperanto paper that got banned in Tsarist Russia Um, so yeah, huge political element to it. So this book really breaks down into the history and then the first actual Congress of Esperanto. So basically, and it's kind of funny because polyglot gathering evolved out of like Esperanto youth Congress meetings. So it's all kind of connected. Um, that was the first one was in 1905 and people were coming from like 60 different countries to come learn Mm -hmm. Esperanto. Um, cause people are like really, really into the idea, like super idealistic. Like this is the way we can unite the world. It's everyone's second language. No one's language is better than everyone else, but English just ended up dominating. Right. Especially like with the rise of the United States yeah. and then like the political stuff. So I'm probably not doing the best job of describing all the ins and outs of the politics, but basically what the book looking into is like, what kind of subculture Exists today in the language, and man, it's fascinating because he just talks about like all across the world, like all different types of people, really unique that are really, really into Esperanto, and that it's unique in a sense that if you travel to another, I think we've talked about this before in the pod how like travel anywhere, and if you do get in touch with other Esperantos, there's like an immediate connection that you can make. Um, so basically. Like, I know, like, the guest we want to have on Seabolt's had it, had it, and he's learned it, and it's kind of evolved through these polyglot gatherings, which I'm super influenced by, and it's such an easy language, man. Like, it's so easy. Like, like present tense, all the same endings. Future tense, all the same ending. Past tense, all the same. Uh, if you want to specify, like, certain nouns, you just add, like, little endings. Like, this is a place noun. This is a person noun. And I swear, man, especially with like our comprehensible input methods that we all use, like it's super easy to... You start listening to stuff. I bet you, you guys right now, if you went and listened to like Esperanto, you'd understand a lot already. Because I remember when I was at the Polyglot Gathering, and I heard it, I was like, there's so much I understand. And when you just kind of look at it and break it down, it's super um, easy. So basically, my argument is... I think it'd be a fun little experiment. It's super easy. And traveling wise, I definitely want to try and travel with
1: it one day.
0: And then also the Esperanto Congress of 2022s in Montreal. So I'm definitely like convinced to go now.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's do it. I'm sold.
0: I'm 100% yeah. sold. Okay, well, are you I sold? I'm just going to say that. I'm sold. Let's do it. Okay, because like, it. screw it. It's like, I could teach you, stuff, like, me estás Ian. V estás Márquez V estás Colo.
2: oh that's so nice
0: estás man estás so
1: wait i have a question like the 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 way of pronouncing yeah. esperanto is that similar to spanish
0: uh similar yeah like every there's no irregularities in like the sound so all it's oh, all but it's
1: like 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 the way you spoke uh-huh. it sounded very spanish not not uh, to just because you, you were using stats, like the way you were just pronouncing my yeah. name, for example.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd argue it has kind of a romance-sounding vibe to me when I listen yeah, but, to
1: it. Yeah, but it's def- it's definitely not French, for example.
0: No, <laughs> no, but like, but it's funny because when I talk about like, he had this smorgasbord of it's European languages. It's it's that's all it is. Like it's <laughs> it's a very Eurocentric language, but that encompasses a lot of. <laughs> Like like the you verb have... to buy acheter,
1: okay, which is so what clearly
0: is French. from acheter,
2: mm-hmm.
0: acheter, in French. Uh-huh. Um, dun, uh Thank you, um, duncon. It's called Danke. Okay. okay. Saluton. Do,
1: ha- do you have an example of like a Slavic word? Because you said they're Slavic. Yeah, they don't well. come
0: up as often. Uh, not off the top of my head, but when I was doing the course. They're rarer um which kind of yeah like he's a polish guy uh they're not quite as frequent um next episode i'll try and think of an episode but tons of like romance and dramatic base root words and Mm -hmm. yeah i'd have to look up specific examples but really for like the listener if they want to try it oh and then another um another thing so there's this guy on twitter who i like like he he's called laid back languages and he's like this british guy and he he gives lots of good advice and um kind of like gets people in a positive mentality but he had people love to like sorry for lack of a better word people love to shit on esperanto it seems like a thing i know i know in in the polyglot community
1: I, I was actually just listening to an interview in spanish obviously between um or, or it, it was like a podcast short clip on youtube so one of the biggest podcasters in Spain, and he mm-hmm. was interviewing this guy from CERN, a guy that worked at CERN, right? Uh, an Argentinian oh. guy. And they What's were going CERN again, to- for the listeners? CERN is the, the, the physics laboratory, the biggest physics laboratory in, in spins the world. That would spin the particle? Right? Yes, yes, the big uh-huh. particle accelerator in yes. on the border of Switzerland to France, right? Gotcha. So inter- he was interviewing... This Argentinian guy that worked at CERN. Yeah. And they were talking about how weird all the people that worked there were. <laughs> and he said that a lot, the majority of people here speak Esperanto. Oh. For example. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah.
0: It's kind of a I don't know, niche is the right word. because um, obviously not all language learners or language lovers totally get into it but it does seem to inspire especially because like, lots of scientists are kind of high minded about you know how technology can in- unite the world and make a better well, place so I don't, science... I'm not surprised that Esperanto sorry what? what's your point about science?
1: Uh, I was going to say scientists love things that make sense <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes things that are easy right and simplified yeah, 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 systems yeah. right?
0: Simplified systems uh huh And it's kind of funny because this book, it talks about other languages and like lots of scientists actually were drivers for other created languages because they were trying to just break down like what, what's like the most simplified system with no irregularities that makes sense. And like huge, lots of scientific work went into creating languages. They, they all kind of flopped on like a, like anyone actually speaking them level, but yeah, scientists were like main drivers for attempting to create a language, right? Cuz like you like you guys said you guys want the most clearest
1: concepts. So right? the guy who invented Esperanto, what was his name again? Zamenhof, Zamenhof. Zamenhof. He was a linguist, right? Like by training. Uh, I think he had, pretty no, sure. he had a medical background.
2: He okay, had a medical background,
1: a academically inclined person. Yeah, very academically almost, inclined. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So that makes yeah. sense based on your hypothesis. Right. So, just getting
0: so, yeah, that's super awesome. Like the scientists in the lab speaking Esperanto, but this guy on Twitter is like, I would never learn Esperanto. And I just tweeted, I was like, Well, what's your main knock against it? And he's like, i got nothing against it. It's like they don't have a culture. was this thing? And like, dude, this language has been around since 1887 and millions of people have learned it and i just sent him like one rock band there's a band called esperanto desperado which is that's a rock band in esperanto and then some other dude, some brazilian esperanto guy tweeted in and he sent it like a like a book that's got like like 40 stories originally written in esperanto so there's clearly a culture and you just do any of the research and like what are you going to say when you go to these congresses there's no culture so i think they're definitely is a culture of the Esperanto it's just highly different from say like a a national culture
1: mm-hmm. well as Esperanto to me seems like a hobby it's like more of a hobby uh, per se I don't know I, I just remember the guy at the polyglot gathering who had a talk and he told yeah, uh, like in his talk he told us about um like these boot camps they have like yeah. this one he had a bunch of stories from this one boot camp up in like Switzerland mm-hmm. they rented like a big cabin, a bunch of <laughs> Esperantists for yeah. like a couple of weeks and they just basically immersed themselves in the language there. And they just partied for two yeah, weeks. Man. Like, <laughs> it that sounds like... Like... Oh, my That sounded God, pretty man. sick to me.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like, I'd rather make friends with people that are like into it as well than make friends from people yeah. that also don't like.
1: No, it's probably Esperant sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then like, this would be the like. I'm 31, so I'm kind of out of my backpacker phase. Sorta, I like, get summers off. So, dude, you I never bet know.
1: backpackers that are twice your age.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true too. that's actually true. No man, keep yeah, hope yeah, alive. Just remember, everyone. In the, it is okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, I'd love to try the like the couch surfing backpacker, Esperanto lifestyle.
2: This is something that I've been getting interested in, actually, because I was thinking, like, just preparing myself for, like, going to Korea. I was like, yeah. uh, I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of money right now. So I'm like, okay, like, when I go to Korea, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I'm going to want to travel. Like, come on. For sure. See the country. I'm not going to just stay in my home city the whole time. Like, I'm going to travel. And I was thinking, like, oh, like what are some really cost-effective ways I can travel? And I was thinking, like, couch surfing is a great way to do that. And if I have Esperantist couch surfing under my belt, dude. like that's just a bonus, right?
0: And I swear, look it up here like um, after the pod, but there's got there's gotta be there's Esperanto networks in every country, especially a country like South Korea, it's so international mm-hmm. too. There's gotta to be South Korean Esperantist, dude. See Cody might be the first one to test this, <laughs> test this out, man. Cause I swear, dude, you, you can learn this language so fast like it's, it's breathtakingly simple yeah, um okay. dude yeah man you gotta let us know then man because yeah so you, like because you know you're gonna have weekends off
2: yeah right yeah. yeah Saturday Sunday off yeah
0: yeah and then I'm sure you get like odd holiday here and there
2: yeah yeah I think the, the deal is um 10 days plus Korean national holidays so it ends up being like a total right. like a month or something like that yeah which...
1: dude that's dope that's sick dude i wonder oh, how man. many koreans speak a sprint oh
2: <laughs> i bet you there's a few man i, bet you I have no idea
1: <laughs> be few, so...
2: well i don't know like i don't know if i'm actually gonna follow through on this like this is just like look well, like, man the boot camps
0: go on, and... what two three weeks what three how long do we do the boot camp three weeks
2: uh yeah i i oh. was looking at a calendar it's gonna be from the 9th to the 31st
0: beautiful so uh dude an hour of esperanto a day even half hour you'll see I'll man see. yeah
2: I'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that'd be good
1: that'd be good so yeah, I'm pumped
0: yeah boys boot camp so we're gonna talk about just give the listener a little preview of what we're gonna let's our no english rule do you want to cody you want to explain that
2: yeah okay that so rule? we revised our no english rule uh-huh. uh we're not gonna go super hardcore and be like, absolutely knowing <laughs> the whole time because like that's I mean, we could do that, but that's like a little intense. and like we the the three of us are all very good friends. and we, well, at least for Ian and I, we express ourselves most easily in English. And even though we've attained pretty high levels in some of these languages, like like, There's nothing like being able to just speak your native language, right? (laughs) Oh, they're like, I think um, at the end of every day for like the last hour of every day, we'll we'll allow ourselves to speak a little bit of English just so we can like, you know, if there's anything we really got to get off our chest, we can just kind of like say it without really having to think too much. And I feel like that's the best time of the day to do it too. Cause like by the end of the day, like you're just so wiped and you're like, Especially after a day of like being in another language the whole day, like your brain is just it's just mush by the end of the day. So, I think we'll allow ourselves a little bit of uh, uh, lenience there. And yeah, so that's the no English rule. Uh, so we're basically going to be. I think we're going to be focusing on French. I think we've established that the three of us.
0: Uh, well, we'll talk about this after. Time. Okay.
2: Well, I think communally the the one we'll be focusing on the most is okay
0: the me. most that might be the right way to put it yeah the most.
2: between the three of us and then for you two you guys said you really want to work on your german is
1: that right yeah mm-hmm. and then but... ian
2: and i also want to work on our korean
1: yeah uh-huh so i just All right so so when I'm when I dive into my Spanish bubble, which happens every day at night, I, I dive into YouTube. And I like you guys know my YouTube is all Spanish now. So, so yeah. when I do that, you guys can go and do your Korean thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just okay. Yeah, I, I'm like love to set or, things. Hey, hey, but you if you what, have you no English
1: man, we're just gonna get into flow states. I think, you know what? I'm Spanish, down to dab I'm down to dabble. I'm down to dabble in some Hangugo. Here's the thing I gotta look through my Hangugo notes.
2: <laughs> so I think, I think during the week, we'll, we'll probably find like some kind of a natural uh, rhythm, flow, uh, yeah. a natural rhythm to how it will go, but. I think generally during the weekdays, we're going to be focusing mostly on our main languages. And then on the, I think on the weekends, then we can like go into dabble zone and just like go nuts with that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. for
2: those I was thinking, I was actually thinking, um, I remember on one of the other podcasts, we were talking about having your, your your core languages, right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I definitely have those. I think the ones that I have right now and eventually Japanese will be like my core language. I mean, it's a lot of core languages to have, but I've yeah. really made peace with myself that I'm not going to be perfect in all of them. Yeah, dude, because I know you guys know from me talking about this, but I used to be like really set on like, Oh, I'm going to be like perfect in all these languages. I'm going to be like yeah. super fluent in all of them. But, I've just come to accept that I'm not, if I want to speak that many languages at a good level, I'm not going to be perfect in all of them. And that's okay. You know what? Like I've, I've made my peace with that. So, um, but I do want those to be my core languages. And then I still do have a bunch of other dabble languages that I just want to be like, kind of have some fun with and screw Uh around with? And those are the following. I have Arabic.
0: Ooh, yeah, dude. Let's go.
2: Actually, Portuguese. Portuguese.
0: Yes, tu falas yeah. português uh, muito bem, man.
2: Russian.
0: Galit <laughs> Baruski.
2: Russian, yeah, and. So хорошо. Okay. Очень uh, okay. uh, maybe... maybe. What?
0: Очень хорошо. Very good. Muito bem.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe, maybe, um, maybe Italian. Maybe a little bit of Italian.
1: Tu parli italiano? Italiano.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: Uh, and Persian, Persian, and Turkish. Oh, Farsi, dude. Um, sorry, what? Oh, in Turkish. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, man. I have to figure out a way. I own the thirty-hour Pimsler course of Farsi. Uh, figure out a way to share it or transfer it to you. Just so you always have it. Oh
2: yeah.
0: That's the thing. Like I love collecting stuff that I like. I'll use this one day. Mm-hmm. I just like
1: stockpiling.
2: But- these these all these dabble languages though like these these are just for all this just for fun and all of them like this is this is a lifelong project right like like, yeah yeah this isn't like oh 2021 i'm gonna smash all these languages smash
0: (laughs) smash them all baby yeah no no of course not (laughs) yeah yeah man that's my my appeal to it though is just like Man, if you got it, if you got the free time and you enjoy it, you have to enjoy it. Like, if you feel like you're like totally just like missing the ball on your main stuff, then probably shouldn't do it. But like, I just like just my casual dabbling. I've learned um, the Arabic alphabet, I've learned hiragana, katakana. I've learned like a hundred phrases in Chinese. Like, like, like you talked about earlier, that stuff adds up, right? Mm-hmm. So, and if you just like keeping it cash, like okay, a little bit today, a little bit though. But I find like that's why I call them my accordion languages. Like they kind of stretch out, stretch. I like out. that metaphor. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, boys. But uh, Instinct classic,
1: Instinct. <laughs> yeah, classic. like we got to patent that.
0: <laughs> no, Double nation. I'm, I'm gonna patent that. <laughs> but okay, I want to. Okay, well, I guess when Seabolt's on, because uh, uh, when we get Seabolt, him and the guy language come up, Mark who has his channel they have it's called the 40 hour 7 day language challenge where it's like imagine it's the polar opposite of dabbling it is like you immerse yourself for 40 hours a week in your language and like there's a huge appeal to this too so like the way I'm starting to like split the difference is like I always have a German pod in while I'm working on like my other languages like dabbling too and stuff um but like 40 hours just immersing yourself and they were making some really good arguments of how like if you're hearing that much your brain eventually tunes in and says like okay this is really important i need to learn what these sounds are and basically how they're immersing there's not a lot of output you're just listening watching stuff like on netflix or reading and you're just like taking in 40 hours a week and it's like ah, it's just i'd love other languages too much to like just fully commit that much time to it but i really think there probably is a huge upswing to that well marcus arguably like when you were in barcelona it was your life right like you were doing a little bit of french yeah yeah so it's basically trying to recreate that like the mark from language comment says if you can't go to Mexico bring Mexico to you
1: kind of thing that's uh, like so that's possible but if you have a regular job a 9 to 5 job that's hard
0: yeah but sebold does and uh like so let's say you did 5 hours a day still so you have to maybe do your mornings and at night it's still hard i argue yeah and then on yeah. the weekends you have to get 15 more hours which is like imagine 8 hours on saturday and sunday yeah
1: no but i mean like my weekends those are like weekends are for languages right right for me right that's 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 what it is for me at least so so that's what i like to do two days a week that's that's good for me and then i mean like it depends on what i'm doing in life but if if i'm doing something monotonous right then i'm I'm podcast podcast Mm -hmm. nation right in the lab or whatever yeah uh but weekends are the best right oh yeah yeah weekends when you can go
0: ham that's what I think. Like, just go like right. on your main languages or a dabble language. Just go ham on it. Like, go hard.
1: Yeah, for so, sure. And I mean, I go to meetup. up yeah, and everything. I get. Like, I, ske- I always schedule my Italki classes on the weekends, and nice. And it's fun. And it's not I like I'm super good. nerdy, just studying all the time. It's like I hang out. I call Alejandro. Yeah. I'm like, hey, come on, us? So, what exactly. were you going to say, Koto?
2: Hey, okay, Ian, I want to talk to something that you said. So, and I've heard you bring this up on previous podcast episodes and just like from talking before, but I, yeah. I've got a bone to pick with you. So, a <laughs> so, I've heard you say that when you're like, for example, if you're studying a language, you're uh-huh. doing something simultaneously, like listening. You said you were listening to a German podcast when you're dabbling. Yeah. And i i don't know i
0: oh no it's not the most optimal thing
2: oh okay okay no my
0: attention's still divided
2: okay yeah
0: it's still uber passive
2: yeah but i've just been like i've been in this phase lately where i'm like Uh super stoked on these states of flow and being concentrated and things like that and like eliminating things like multitasking because multitasking is actually very... I mean, you can just admit it, but multitasking is extremely inefficient.
0: Okay, I just...
1: You gotta learn how to juggle, bud.
0: No, like, it depends, like, okay, the tasks I'm doing. So I'm doing a memorized course, and I'm listening to, like, Seabolt's podcast or a German podcast. Like, it's just too... Imagine just having, like, music on in the background.
2: Yeah, but... And, like,
0: going ham, like... Yeah, I could be, like, only focused on the memorized course. But I do tend to, I just find it's like a nice, it it works for me to be honest. Cause like, I don't, I'm not like uber invested into what like the podcast is saying or like, it's just kind of there. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think there's just, I think there's different tasks that can be too taxing to do at the same time. You can easily study, like some people read a book and listen to music at the same time like it arguably could be distracting because your mind's like wandering off listening Mm -hmm. to the music when you should just be like focused on the book that you're reading yeah um but no like that's how I like listen to like six hours of siebel this holidays and did like the portuguese and esperanto course um yeah i agree you shouldn't tax yourself but when you're driving and listening to the radio are you not you're doing well, tasks that's yeah. not the Here's same the thing.
2: it depends it depends what you're doing so, uh-huh. so what I was dependent. referring to in this specific case is like yeah. when you're doing two languages at the same time that's very confusing for your brain but if you're if you're doing yeah. it like a, a monotonous task like driving or washing the dishes or eating yeah absolutely like I do that uh, because yeah. like that's something where you can your your brain can afford to uh, okay. the yeah but I've even noticed. And I'm
0: doing Portuguese, which that's way easier on my brain than like Turkish, where I'm like, what is going on here? Like in individual words, too. So, yeah, yeah, I, I know how much I'm taxing my brain.
2: Like yeah, it just depends
0: on the task.
2: I've, you know, you know though, I've even noticed when, like, the difference between, for example, if I'm listening to a podcast and eating a meal, as uh-huh. opposed to if I'm just listening to a podcast yeah the difference is like noticeable
1: absolutely
2: yeah for sure
0: yeah like (laughs) i did the one tweet where i was like uh i'm studying german duolingo while watching club de cuervos and i have korean baseball on mute oh my god and i got a bunch of likes oh it's like
2: I guess it's just, just think
0: so- about it. Spanish isn't taxing my brain as much now because it's, I know Spanish. Yeah. I'm not like thinking really hard. Where like German, yeah, I have to focus. So it's just basically like, yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It's just, I want to do two things. I want to listen to these podcasts and I want to like learn languages. So and it's not like I'm reading paragraphs in the languages, I'm studying like individual words and phrases.
2: Yeah. So okay. It's. And I guess. I
0: agree. That just don't tax yourself with yeah. your
2: tasks. I guess at the end of the day, this is all about lifestyle differences. And for for me personally, this is just something that is like spilled over from my personal life because I've had yeah. problems in the past where like I I get a little bit too ambitious and I spread myself too thin. Oh yeah. Don't. I've tried to me. like multitask too much in the past, and yeah. it's been very overwhelming. So for me to be able to like just cut out all the bullshit essentially and just be able to focus on single tasks at a time has really helped improve the quality of my life. And it's also yeah. improved the quality of my, my learning with languages as well. So this is yeah. just like working for me and I'm not saying everyone should do it, but I mean, if you have a problem, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, Oh yeah.
0: Don't overwhelm.
2: you like, focus on just doing single things at a time it makes your life a lot more simple and it just it it's like it, you just feel a lot lighter and it's really nice
0: yeah like see the beauty of like cuz i love language podcasts as much as like learning language itself so when i got seabold in the background I'm doing a thing like that's when like I was listening to his mad versus Japan like oh that's a good point that's a good point that's a good point all the meantime I'm like and maybe it's because I'm just like I'm so locked in with memorize like I almost get like a rhythm going like while I do it kind of thing um but yeah if you're like reading anything like or for example I got my new Korean notebook so like the last few mornings I've been doing a bunch of Korean notes oh yeah so like I pretty I don't even know. I can't even think of I might have been listening to a podcast while I did these. I can't remember, but regardless, I got it done. So um yeah, don't tax yourself. That'd be my
1: final point. I mean, like I I can sort of do what you're doing, Ian, but the thing is I go back and forth between the different things that are in front of me. Like it's very yeah. common for me to, to Yeah, but you said on, you're like, at the lab stuff. listening to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, no, but like at home, you know, like if I'm just chilling, I might have like, if I have two monitors up and there are two sport games on at the same time, I might have like oh, two yeah. sport games. I might have like a pod on. I might do like a bunch of different <laughs> things and then I might go back and forth intermittently between the different things that are like in front of me.
0: You remind me of Ronnie Chang, the comedian that we watched. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm, that's it's, The screen. It's I, need it's the screen. I need the screen. I need the TV, yeah. <laughs> the computer, the telephone screen. It's Give funny because it's true. Yeah, like sports on ago. mute.
0: I love sports on mute. No yeah. me importa el carajo los yeah. anuncios. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, sports on mute. And, and, A Netflix show more... is different. Like Netflix, you gotta like, especially like right now. I'm doing my exercise bike. I'm watching K dramas. And
1: so, 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 Ian, Ian, yeah. I got, I got to give you some cred, man. So, like, one thing that I started doing that I knew, I, that I know you started doing, or that you were doing, like, <clears throat> this summer. Is uh-huh. watching different Netflix shows with subtitles in your target language. Oh, it's great. Okay, it's yeah. fantastic. So, so like a bunch of English shows. Yeah, um, I watch a bunch of English shows with Spanish subtitles or French yeah. subti- French subtitles. Yeah. Watch it's, Anchorman it's really with Spanish subtitles. Yeah. it's Fun, it's um, it's useful. Or I did. Yeah, like I did. I watched the full
0: um, Black Pink documentary yesterday. I finally finished it with like French subtitles. it's like okay yeah it's that's a great trick
1: yeah it's a super fantastic trick
2: there's only one more thing i want to say to this and then i want to say a thing about subtitles so um the thing with like like just being concentrated on one thing it's like i feel like it's it's um like in our society in recent years people have just become so distracted with so many things constantly going Mm. on Especially like with the phone or with what's happening online. Death, the notifications. Yeah. yeah, So many people have like forgotten how to just, how to just be like Uh without always having to do something, always like being distracted by something, always chasing a carrot on a stick somewhere. And Mm -hmm. this is a a side of myself that I've been tapping into recently. And I feel like I've been tapping like this mental power and like mental energy that I haven't experienced in so long. And it feels so liberating. And it's just, I mm. would highly recommend that everyone at least try this to see what it's like. Because yeah. I, I can't go back to the way that I was living before. Like, I actually, I don't even like using my phone anymore. <laughs> because, yeah. like, I oh, just, yeah, I, I find yeah. I've, I'm, I'm so well, I'm so, uh, I'm very, I, I can concentrate very easily on what yeah. I'm doing now. And I get into this state of flow a lot more easily than I used yeah. to do. And it just feels so nice to be able to just completely just kind of get lost in something that you're doing. It's it's really completely. great. Completely.
0: Because your brain gets a unnatural a dopamine shot every time a notification
2: comes up. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. It's not Cody, good.
1: Cody, I think I I what you're doing what you're telling us right now, I think I do that naturally because I have my phone on silent mode probably ninety yeah. percent of the time. That's good yeah nice. i, 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 did, I mean, like half too, right mode, the half moon mode the sleep mode yeah. yeah the sleep mode. probably 90 percent of the time because yeah. i'm w- well aware like if you have your phone in your pocket and it's vibrating all the time buzz, that's buzz. that's going to destroy your life it, it yeah. does yeah and like i'm sure like
2: pretty much everyone has experienced with this is like now but most people are still in that state
0: uh-huh.
2: people haven't learned how to cut that out or control it and once mm-hmm. you leave it it just, it feels really nice.
0: I don't know if you guys know, there's a YouTube guy, uh, political commentator, Dave Rubin. And every August, he goes offline. He puts his phone away, doesn't know what's happening in the world, doesn't go on the internet. And then and when he comes back September 1st, he always has a guest to like tell him what's happened in the world, like the month later. It's always fascinating, man, because he's just like, that's yeah, kind of living the most normal life for August. Yeah. Like it's probably the most normal life of his month <laughs> that's gonna be a great show though oh yeah it's hilarious because usually like a bunch <laughs> of stuff happens and they gotta like catch him up on it all. oh yeah yeah. It's, yeah but i agree i agree it's, it's, I, I never get mad if somebody doesn't text me back right away or nothing like i never ever like it's just like a, it's a message it's there it's waiting whenever type thing yeah right? exactly
2: yeah. i'm sure that's something that you've, you guys have probably noticed with me like my texting habits like oh yeah specific times during yeah. The day. Yeah, man. other than that i don't look at my phone no.
1: what's funny about you cody is that when you when you text us you always respond to like each message <laughs> systematically <laughs> good, you know what i'm talking about like that's you fun, go through man. like all he the messages in the it. group <laughs> chat and then you go through your response systematically to each message I think it's,
2: that's how it fun. it's good that's how that's how i am that's what i do
1: <laughs> okay and
0: Cody, uh, what were your thoughts on subtitles
2: oh yeah so uh speaking about subtitles uh when you get to, so i think when you're either beginner or intermediate you you need subtitles uh-huh. like uh, otherwise uh, otherwise you, you're just not really going to be invested in what you're watching you're going to yeah. be too lost and like uh-huh you can do it to like train your brain to listen. But uh, me, for me personally, that's not really, that's not really very nice, especially if I'm at an intermediate level and I really want to understand what's going on.
0: Yeah. That's
2: more important for me than just like watching it for the sake of watching it. Um, but when you get to a more advanced level, and this is actually something I was doing with uh, the show Barbarians that I was watching. Uh-huh. When you get it to a high enough level, it's actually a lot better To turn the subtitles off.
0: Yeah, I've heard that argument too. Yeah,
2: because I've noticed the difference between when I was watching it with and without subtitles. When I was watching it with subtitles, I was really focusing on reading and like, I wasn't paying as much attention to the show. But when I turned the subtitles off, I found the story became a lot more interesting. And even though I didn't quite understand as much, I found I was a lot more invested in what was going on. And yeah. I still understood most of what was going on to to like to get what was happening. So it was it made a big difference.
0: Yeah, I think that ultimately that puts your listening skills like that's really training them as well because you're exactly, not reliant yeah. on that. Like I was actually doing that when Alejandro was living with me. Uh, I started watching La Casa for the first time without Spanish subtitles. Yeah. Because I was like, I've watched it twice through already with subtitles, so I know the story like quite well. Um, No, what? Yeah, sorry. But yeah, watching it with like hearing
1: Tokyo talk no subtitles is like okay.
0: I know what she's saying
1: here. I was gonna say, it's probably it would be really interesting for me to rewatch La Casa. Uh-huh. because like my my castiano i'm like yeah, i'm, I'm accustomed to it now right it'd be see if it'd be interesting to see if i can rewatch it and see how differently i i, I it hits me
2: mm-hmm. yeah because also when you have subtitles on like that's kind of like having a safety net mm-hmm.
1: and it's the same yeah, yeah.
2: with like anything yeah. in real life when you when you don't have that safety net you feel like oh, like oh, there's yeah. a like, fire under your ass and like you have yeah. to like jump in some cold water
0: yourself. yeah right I think and then it's just and you could try it like I'm sure right now like I know Dark would be challenging for me still with German subtitles still even
2: yeah but that's because you're oh. still at like a fairly like low intermediate
0: yeah. yeah I'm like an A1 A2-ish guy with that oh
2: right. you're higher than A1 oh thank
1: you yeah you okay. said A2 <laughs> A1 A2
2: like a high A2 I would say oh sweet
0: alright cool um, yeah but it's like it's one of those things like i'll eventually hopefully get to a point where to watch dark no subtitles and be like oh yeah <laughs> i understand this yeah and it's probably it's worth sacrifice even if you do miss a few things it's worth the sacrifice of like i'm still working on my ear like listening training
2: substantially. yeah and also it depends on the show you're watching like I, i'm actually i'm sorry to say this but if you're gonna like use a show like dark for example mm-hmm. like even when i was watching dark I like some of the segments were really difficult to follow just because of what they're talking about it's like oh yeah
0: time travel and nuclear waste and oh
2: my god yeah
0: i couldn't follow the plot in english subtitles lots of times (laughs) yeah like yeah but uh uh-huh netflix great tool great tool switching all this switching your like i did yesterday i was bored and i switched my uh like so Marcus you said you switch your YouTube to Spanish. I switched my Twitter to Brazil. And uh cuz then you like getting all the news stories from like Brazil and stuff. You're
1: like oh, this is wild. Like Yeah. YouTube no, I noticed that more often. My, my phone. So fun thing, boys. My phone is in French and has been in French now. Yeah, every time he's in a screenshot I see that. Yeah. So so what happens is that you get all the Quebec stories, right? It's in French Canadian, right? So my phone yeah, so I get a bunch of Quebec stories all the time. And like in the pop, because you always get like the Apple news pop-ups. So uh-huh. I get like all the news pop-ups uh, from like Quebec, which is really funny. Another thing is that a bunch of these Canadian apps, like the TD Bank app, okay, is is made obviously in English and French. Yeah. As yeah well. So now I, ha- I have it in French mode. So everything in this app right. is now in French cool. as well. Because right. usually what, you, what happens is that the phone settings... Turn French. They go French, and all the app settings stay in English, which is like the original language. Right. But a bunch of that's these right. apps are made for Canadians. They have to uh-huh. be. They have English to have French, right? So the TD yeah. Bank app, It's pretty funny. Like everything is in French. <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> it, That's the funny thing about
2: Canada. is like official. Oh, anything official you do, everything is in English and French. But when it comes to the people, everything is either in English or French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you think like people marketing products here to the country as a whole. uh, Oh, should we do a little uh, sneak peek of our Canucklandia episode that we got planned
1: during the boot camp? Uh, Sure, dude.
0: Yeah, so we're going to do an all Canada episode eventually during the language boot camp. We'll still talk about languages and some like linguistic stuff. But I think give a fun little overview, especially to non-Canadian listeners of the pod, about yeah. this little wacky land we call Canada. It's not that little, man. So it's pretty big.
1: Uh, physically, I'd say.
0: Physically, do you think of Canada in like population terms? Eh.
1: Thirty-five mil. Thirty-five mil. So Thirty-seven
0: now. Oh, and um, I'm assuming. It's around the topic of countries. We shouldn't talk about Sweden's early exit from the World Juniors.
1: Yeah, whatever. That's I'm nice. down to talk about it. I actually didn't watch <laughs> a single game. Yeah, actually, I didn't. last night I was just, the first time I watched the full game. I watched the highlights only. And, and uh, yeah, it didn't seem like they had too good of a team this year. Pasa lo que pasa. Pasa lo que pasa. Yeah. A ver so,
0: Go Canada. Contra They're easily going to win Ruskies. it. I'm going to stay up.
1: I, I'm- I am going to watch the final, though, on uh, what day Tuesday. is that? Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to get up yeah. at three and watch the final. Nice. Screw it. Totally worth it. Yeah, boys. Marcus, you got an italki class coming up? Yeah, I actually had my my teacher. He just texted me, said, listo cuando quieras. Cuando quieras, cabrón. Subjuntivo, tío. Subjuntivo, güey. Man, I love Spanish, honestly. I love it. See, it's like my baby. It's like my best friend, honestly. Spanish is my best friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Besides
0: listening to a few reggaeton songs, I've kind of been out of it for two weeks, so tomorrow in class I'm going to be like, Ooh, welcome back, Espanol, baby. Pasa, 20, Vamos, pues. Yeah. Sweet, boys. All so, right. Yeah. Any Any final thoughts for the so debut I, I just, 2021 I, episode?
1: I I just wanted to destacar, oh, I-, I wanted to highlight that this is the last episode of me being in Europe, and the Yo. next, next episode is going to be uh, everyone in one Boys. location, uh, one Antoine, un lugar. Oh yeah, I just want to hype. I just want to hype. Uh everybody, that, the next app is going to be pretty legendary. Ringaholics, yeah. bootcamp, kickoff. Here we go, here we go. Estrada More. Yeah, Estrada More, capital del mundo. <laughs> tío. So. La capital del mundo, exactamente, tío.
0: Entonces, sí. So, thank you to everybody. Make sure follow us on your Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Stitcher, Google, uh, on the YouTube, everything. Somos allá. Twitter, Facebook.
1: Um, eso Insta. es, eso es. Eso es, tíos. Eso es. Cheers. Muy bien. Entonces, entonces terminamos. ¿Codo? ¿Últimas palabras o qué? No, por
2: supuesto no. Terminamos.
1: Okay. Nos vemos, year. chicos.
2: Happy New Year.